letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Monday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include the canceling of the Twin Cities Marathon thanks to heat, the last-ditch effort to avoid a government shutdown, and a special birthday for us at WCCO Radio. But we begin with the Minnesota Twins who get set for postseason play beginning Tuesday. WCCO's Mark Fry begins our coverage. The Minnesota Twins now know who they'll face tomorrow in Game 1 of the American League Wild Card at Target Field. A Toronto Blue Jays loss and a Houston Astros win yesterday bumped Toronto back to the final wild card spot, meaning the Blue Jays have a date with the Twins starting tomorrow at Target Field. Twins radio play-by-play voice Corey Provis says... Toronto fans will show up. And I know there are some remaining tickets for the playoff games uh, that start on Tuesday. They're going to be swallowed up by, by Blue Jay fans, and it's going to just enhance the atmosphere even more with you know playoff baseball at Target Field and plenty of Toronto fans. Richard Mark just bought his ticket. Well, it was $117, so it's, that's not horrible. He says he is feeling optimistic about the team's chances of success. Uh, I think they got a chance to go beyond the first round. So I, I think they may even have a chance to uh, to get to the World Series. Grounds crew members got the field ready yesterday, and that included painting the postseason logo on the grass in front of the dugouts. Target field groundskeeper Larry DeVito says the field is in excellent shape. The days are a little shorter. The sun angle's different. So it's actually quite, I think, beneficial for us after we got some nice rainfall. We got a couple inches of rain over the last few days. Both teams have until tomorrow morning to finalize their playoff roster. The opening pitch of the game tomorrow is at 3.38, and the pregame show starts here on WCCO an hour earlier. Al Shock, News Talk A3O, WCCO. And a major concert announcement this morning. The Foo Fighters are coming to Minneapolis. Dave Grohl and company will play Target Field next July 28th as part of their Everything or Nothing at All tour. The Pretenders, along with L7, will join the band. A ticket presale starts at 10 a.m. tomorrow with tickets going on sale to the general public at 10 a.m. on Friday. Mark Fry, Newstalk 830 WCCO. Authorities are still trying to figure out how a Metro Transit bus crashed into another moving vehicle, resulting in one death. It happened at the intersection of Chicago Avenue and 25th Street East, right in front of Children's Hospital. The road was closed for hours after the bus rammed into a passenger truck, killing one person. Police say the collision happened around 11 last night when the bus was traveling north on Chicago Avenue. Metro Transit spokesman Drew Kerr. What we had here was a D-line bus. So these are buses that are up and down Chicago Avenue every 15 minutes most of the day and into the evening. And um, a really popular bus route, one of probably our most popular bus route. Um, so it's not surprising that there were people on board. In addition to the one fatality, six people were hurt in the crash. All were taken to the hospital for treatment. Al Shock, Newstalk A3O, WCCO. A big change for a Minnesota congressman. Reaction today to news that Minnesota Congressman Dean Phillips is going to step down from a leadership position among Democrats in the U.S. House of Representatives. Phillips wrote on social media yesterday that he is leaving his role as co-chair of the Democratic Policy and Communications Caucus he wrote, it is clear my convictions about 2024 are incongruent with the position of my colleagues, and that was causing discomfort, adding he was not forced to resign. Hamlin University political science professor David Schultz says it could be an indication of a step 
toward running for the president. He is taking the steps in terms of stepping away from the leadership. And perhaps what I'm looking to see soon, is he going to form an exploratory committee to run for president? But but yes, it, it, it was not completely a surprise. Phillips, again, has already said that he is looking at a possibility of running for president against Joe Biden. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. More than 10,000 runners were ready to go for the Twin Cities Marathon. But the forecast of hot and humid conditions changed all that. The message from Twin Cities in Motion about the race cancellation came in an email to runners less than three hours before the scheduled start of both races. Brendan Zhang showed up at the starting line anyway. I think it's silly. A um, lot, of, lot of different things could have been done. People are saying, like, this has been the forecast all week. Um, I think the race could have pushed the race up one hour. There's people in maybe worse shape who they have to care for. So I understand their perspective. I just don't agree with it. And when the start time finally came, a few dozen runners took off down 6th Street in Minneapolis to replicate the course as best they could. Because the race was called off, there were no water stations on the course and medical attention could not be provided. While folks were still talking about the cancellation of the marathon yesterday, registration has opened for the state's other major road race. Folks were able to sign up for Grandma's Marathon in Northeast Minnesota last night and sign up they did. Already, 8,500 people put their names in for the race along Lake Superior's North Shore. In addition, more than 5,000 have already signed up for the companion race, the Gary Bjorkland Half Marathon. Those races are scheduled to run June 22nd, 2024. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. And speaking of the hot weather, WCCO meteorologist Paul Douglas says Sunday was historically hot. Yesterday, 92, we smashed the old record by 5 degrees, and it was the hottest October temperature ever observed. Accurate thermometer readings go back to about 1871. Douglas says we're still warm tomorrow before some rain comes in and cools us off the rest of the week. The Minneapolis Police Department is trying to recruit more black women to join the force. They are looking out of state at historically black colleges and universities. This week, two female officers will be at a career fair on Alabama's A&M campus in Huntsville, Alabama. Sergeant Kia Boyd says it's about making connections. It's not even getting people to click that button to apply. For me, it's exposure. So when we do come back to the office in Minneapolis, we have people down there recruiting for us, keeping that constant communication and relationship going. She says for more information about job openings, you can visit the Minneapolis Police Department's website. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Fourth District Congresswoman Betty McCollum weighing in on the deal to avoid a government shutdown and what happens next. Members of Congress passed and the president signed a stopgap measure over the weekend, giving them until the middle of November to come up with a full spending package. McCollum says that could be tough. The extremists in the party have been allowed to write the bills. Yep. And um, the moderates in, in, in the Republican Party don't like them either. Congresswoman McCollum was a guest of WCCO's Blois Olson on the Sunday Take. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. Over-the-counter Narcan is helping save lives here in Minnesota. With the opioid crisis in America and here in Minnesota getting worse by the day, that new over-the-counter Narcan availability is proving to be a game-changer. So naloxone goes in once it's administered. It goes into the opioid receptor where you're like your, your drug is. It kicks that drug out. Liz Scott runs two treatment centers in the Twin Cities. She says it's not easy for those regaining consciousness. You know, they go from being high to now you administer a naloxone 
and now you're you're pretty much in withdrawal. And that can be tough. They're usually upset. They feel sick immediately. But she says treatment can work and people can go on to live better lives. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. St. Paul police are investigating an early morning murder. Police were called to the 2100 block of Scenic Place, which is just south of Interstate 94 in the Battle Creek neighborhood. The victim was found on the street unresponsive and was pronounced dead at the scene. Police spokesperson Alyssa Arcand. It was early morning in a very quiet part of the east side, and it's tragic for all involved. And our investigators will be working to um, help get closure for the family and and the neighbors and the community as a whole. She says it's early in the investigation. They're still looking for evidence. No arrests have been made. This is the 26th reported homicide of the year in St. Paul. Al Shock, Newstalk 830, WCCO. Finally today, happy birthday, WCCO Radio. It was 99 years ago today that this radio station first went on the air as WCCO. The station had been on the air before as WLAG, but the original ownership group had financial troubles and sold the station to We producer Washburn Crosby Company. That's where the current call letters came from. WCCO was an early radio pioneer and its 50,000 watt clear channel transmitter allowed the signal to be heard in much of North America featuring some of the legendary personalities of radio. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.